0: The Wisest Investment Parents Can Make by Amy Carney. I knew this moment was coming, but somehow it arrived more quickly than I anticipated. As I hesitantly retrieve the last remaining penny from the jar, I'm forced to face the reality that my firstborn's childhood has now come to a close. 936 weeks have passed since my triplet sons made me a mother 18 years ago. Scrubbing the daily pile of dirty dishes, I was visually held accountable for how well I was spending the time I'd been given to raise my children. Two glass jars full of 936 pennies graced my kitchen windowsill begging me to contemplate how I was investing in the fleeting days of childhood. Dropping the final coin into the spent jar, I remember sitting in the middle school gymnasium, half-heartedly watching my sons play yet another game of basketball. My thoughts were centered on what meal I was going to prepare for dinner when we got home. My eyes were focused on the emails lingering in my inbox rather than the court. The mom sitting next to me on the bleacher began telling me about the baby shower present she was gifting her expectant neighbor. As she talked about the 936 penny countdown clock, I realized that I needed to make this gift for myself, even though I had already spent the majority of my pennies. With less than 200 weeks until my firstborn sons turned 18, I no longer wanted my meal planning or my smartphone to distract me from the precious moments, sometimes disguised as mundane, of raising my children. I split the pennies into two glass jars, waking up to the fact that more than 700 pennies were already placed in the spent jar. The coins remaining seemed so few, yet so valuable. Each Monday, as I moved a penny into the spent jar, I contemplated how well I had invested in that past week. Had I been more present in the daily happenings or was I still thinking more about all the tasks I needed to accomplish? Had I mostly been frustrated and angry or joyful and peaceful? Was I more purposeful in my conversations with my sons or in the plans we made as a family together? I now see an empty jar that began full signaling the truth. My boys have grown into a men now ready to make their way into the world without me. As I stare at the pile of copper coins, I question what our wisest investment we made while raising our children was. Was it buying the home across the street from our local public school? Was it all the activities that we had allowed our kids to participate in? Was it the vacations we had taken or the family meals shared around our table? Was it the sleepaway summer camp we sacrificially sent them to, the mission trips to Mexico we took, or the simple days we spent hanging out together at home? What was it that brought the most meaning to our full jar of spent pennies? I contemplated what meaningful gift to give our firstborns to mark their milestone 18th birthday. No material item seemed worthy of such an occasion. It hit me what our best investment had been as we gifted our sons with a series of 18 dinners, each with one of 18 different men who have influenced their lives. My husband and I prepared a guest list and invited one to join our family around our dining table to share a meal and stories twice each month throughout our son's senior year of high school. I let go of my insecurities of not being a great cook or having a super clean house to celebrate what mattered the most to us, our relationships with people. Several men flew in for the occasion, and others drove across town to surprise the boys on random school nights with a cake and words of wisdom. Every time we gather for one of these 18 dinners, I'm reminded of the best use of our 936 pennies, time spent building meaningful connections with others. My efforts to surround our sons with strong family relationships and loving friendships is the wisest investment I made. While raising my children, I did my best to model what it looks like to be a loving friend, family member, and spouse. I purposely involved my sons and daughter in opportunities to serve others in our home, community, and world. My husband and I proactively sought out ways for our children to be mentored and coached by adults who shared our value system. We used our vacation time to strengthen our relationships and not just entertain ourselves. We invested in experiences instead of purchasing material items throughout our children's lives, and we now reaped the blessing of our intentional efforts to build a loving community around us. The visual countdown clock helped hold me accountable for investing in what would matter in the end. How we choose to invest our time will determine the details of the childhood we provide for our kids and how we, as parents, will feel when it comes time for the imminent launch of our children into adulthood. God willing, we parents get 936 weeks to raise our child from birth to 18. Let's intentionally invest our time wisely in what will matter the most at the end of full-time parenthood and our lives people.
1: Thank you so much, Amy. Um, I really, I really appreciated this essay. My kids are nowhere near that stage and it's just really fun for me to have kind of a, a view into a possible outcome, sort of the, the trajectory I would like to be on. So I really appreciate you yeah. sharing this essay. Thanks for allowing um, me to share it. So we have been, as, as writers have been sharing their essays with us um, on, the, on the podcast. We've been asking some interview questions. Um, are you up for that today? I am up for that. <laughs> in what ways have you grown or changed as your kids have grown?
0: Oh my gosh. In what ways have I grown and changed? I am way more flexible today <laughs> than I was in the beginning. I mean, motherhood was very stressful for me, um, and I learned to let go of perfection and I learned to let go of all the expectations I think I had of myself and of my kids and just to enjoy it, enjoy this season. And so um, I've changed a lot in that I um, just like to laugh more and roll with the punches and roll with what comes each day and, and to enjoy it because I feel like I did not mm. in the beginning when they were young.
1: Well, triplet um, sons. And- <laughs> That, maybe that was it. I, I don't know. And oh my then gosh. my husband
0: traveled all the time. It was just, um, he played pro hockey and he was gone all the time and we moved and there was just a, a, a lot. And I had a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of pressure on myself, you know, to do it all well. I think yeah. we are very yeah. good at doing that, you know, as moms today. And then I just learned that we don't have yeah. to do all that,
1: you know, to ourselves and to our yeah, kids. that's the way that, you've grown as flexibility. I feel like that just parenthood just requires it of us. Um,
0: I think so. Well, and then as the kids grow, you want to enjoy it. You see it going mm-hmm. faster and faster and you can not enjoy it if you're mm-hmm. stressed out all the time and got
1: to be more flexible. Are you reading anything interesting right now? <laughs>
0: I am always reading. I've always got, I would say, a stack of three or four Me too. books on my nightstand because, depending on my, you too, yeah, uh, depending on my mood. So I'm always reading something to strengthen my faith. So I'm um, currently immersed in reading the Bible. I've never read it all the way through for a year, so I'm so happy I started that. Um, so I'm um, fully immersed in the Bible right now. And then um, I am always reading something to strengthen my parenting, which I'm reading uh, right now: oh. Adulting One Hundred and One. Yeah, it's a, it's a newer book and I am, I'm not a big fan of the sure. term adulting at all. And so I thought, uh, oh. but it's, it's really a great book. It's small. Um, it's got some different tools and tips that I hadn't really heard. So yeah, so that's a good one. And then I'm always also reading something okay. to strengthen my business. And so I'm reading Story Brand um, by Donald Miller right now mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to change my messaging with what's going on. He's a lot of fun. I haven't read story brand yet,
1: but okay. Well, so that's, that's what's on my nightstand now. What is the best or worst advice you've gotten about parenting?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I think that, um, the best and the worst are similar. And the fact that the, the worst when my kids were younger is that I needed to do everything for my kids because that's what good moms, um, do. And then I realized this was not helping my children. Um, that I needed to kind of switch and realize that I was raising adults um, and that I needed, I needed to raise them as capable, confident, mm-hmm. responsible people. And so I, it also lifted a burden off me as well um, You know, as they got older that they could do more mm-hmm. for themselves. So I would say that the, the worst advice is, is the messaging that we need to be doing everything for our children. That's mm-hmm. what loving parents do. And um, the best is realizing that they're going to leave our home one day and that they need to be stronger mm-hmm. and more capable and more confident than maybe what we've yeah. been oh, raising. That's,
1: that's really good. It's so, it's so fun to talk to, to moms who are further ahead than I am. Like it's, it's good for the listeners, but just for me personally, I just love sitting and listening and, and yeah. figuring out like as somebody who's like produced some adults. I know. I, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, well, we'll see. They're still in my home. We'll see. We'll see how they do. But I think that's the key mm-hmm. is learning from each other. I mean, I'm, I in my book I talk about um, parenting oh. six years forward, and I'm always I'm always doing that myself. Like who's six years ahead of me, and what mm-hmm. are they experiencing, and what does it look like, and um, you know, and how can I gain wisdom from that mom?
1: One of my closest friends is is about six years ahead, and I. I had never really thought about it, but that's been one of the great blessings of friendship with this particular mom and family is like seeing like her oldest is about six years older than my oldest and her, the youngest of her bunch is about, about that much older than my, my youngest. So yeah, that's six uh, months, yeah, or six I, years ahead. It's brilliant. Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's what I always tried to do because I separated, I mean, the 18 years of child rearing in, into three parts. So sure. I kind of broke it down six years, six years and six years. And, th- and it's worked for me. I mean, because it helps us proactively raise our kids instead of just reacting right. um, <laughs> our way through this. So yeah, which we can easily do. And I was doing that. I absolutely was doing that. And then I realized this is not good for any of us.
1: Well, Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed getting to talk to you and I I'm excited well. to share this essay with our with our community. Well, thank you so much.